tell us a bit about your background, who you are, what you do, and how you got involved in audio branding. My name is Michele Arnese, and um, I am a managing director and co-founder at AMP. And uh, at AMP, I am responsible for strategy and consultancy. I began with six playing instruments, so guitar, piano, and later uh, I played clarinet in the conservatory. But my parents wanted to make me <laughs> to a serious guy, so um, I studied engineering at the University of Pisa. And uh, after more than 10 years, I was working uh, as a management consultant and partner. I was totally <laughs> fed up with facts and statistics, but I learned German international brands in all facets. So then I was, after this job, I was searching for a possibility to switch to my passion, the music, and to bring all the things together. You know, this was my first thinking about audio branding. So I, I would like to use the rational approach I learned in order to produce something emotional. And then I met Rudy. Hi, my name is Rudy Mauser. I'm managing director and co-founder of AMP. And what I'm doing there on my business card, it's written head of music and production. So I studied music at the Richard Strauss Conservatory in Munich and have been working more than 20 years as a musician and composer for numbers of international artists, film and TV productions and brands. So uh, this experience helped me to develop over the years a profound knowledge about um, the function and the emotional effect of music. What are your thoughts on audio branding in general? In general, it is a fascinating new field. For us, it means creating a stronger brand experience. You know, audio branding is not a vendor tray, as, uh, as we wrote in our blog. It's not a set of elements that a brand can book or, or buy, just buy. We think that audio branding is more a communication strategy that focuses on the storytelling, like a soundtrack does with a movie. So each brand has stories to tell, and audio branding is the way to bring these stories to the people and to let them remember the stories. But with one style, one signature, so people recognize the writer. How do you feel about the Audio Branding Congress in Oxford this year? And what do you think will people take away from it? Audio branding is having more and more acceptance as long-term strategy for building strong brands. Um, at AMP, we are convinced that this strategy cannot ignore scientific aspects, which help the reputation of audio branding. And uh, the Audio Branding Congress gives people an overview of what's happening in the field of audio branding in the world, including interesting case studies. In Oxford, people will expect more scientific works and more focus on customers, especially because now it's time to measure in a transparent, comprehensible and uh, replicable way the impact of audio branding on business and people. What are your predictions for the future of audio branding? So our predictions, um, at AMP we believe in increasing demand for audio branding in general. So we get more and more positive responses uh, when we present the possibilities of audio branding based communication strategy to some customer, to some potential customers. What I observe is that more managers in the field of branding or communication, for example, are now aware of audible identity. They know what it is. So if we could provide also more data about return of investment, brand awareness, etc. So we think that we could increase popularity of audio branding in even a shorter time. 
What do you expect from the Audio Branding Award this year? We are very curious about the other case studies. It will be an interesting mix. We will meet colleagues, exchange experiences. The customer perspective and the motto of the Congress is very important. But we expect that mostly the feedback from the customer or, in other words, um, the effects of audio branding at the customer side is taken in consideration and not too much market researches. Remember um, the statement of Henry Ford about this. Can you tell us a little bit about your case and what makes it special? Sure. Our case, um, our case study is the Linda Grobe, the world's largest industrial gas company and uh, mainly a B2B company. From the strategic point of view, the aim of audio branding at Linde was putting emotional emphasis in the communication. Better uh, to say in the internal communication. You know, it is not so easy to create a unique culture with 50,000 employees in 100 countries worldwide. So the main goal of audio branding at Linde was to use music as an instrument of culture. We started three years ago with a briefing for a Linda melody and a Linda sound. The melody should be universal, memorable and flexible. Talking about the Linda sound, uh, it should be international, neutral and high quality produced. The creation of an own audio logo, for example, was based on the concept of contextualization. We take a sound. This sound comes from Linda's um, product word the air, and combine that sound with the Linda melody in order to create an audio logo that tells a short story. What are your personal criteria for excellent audio branding? You know, you don't paint without colors, so you should not forget that music is emotion. In some audio branding approaches, you miss that aspect. I think that excellent audio branding should use facts, statistics and design patterns and all tools that help us to do a good job and to do it again, of course. But the output should bring always emotions, the right emotions, because without emotions, you miss the story. And last but not least, we would like to thank our sponsor, the Sound Agency.